What is up, everyone? Welcome to 2024. The pod lives on. This is the third year, third calendar year anyway, not like the third year we're doing it, Vito, but <laughs> we, have hey, done, let's have it. we have done these shows in 22, 23, and 24. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary of the show uh, as a whole, which just blows my mind. Vito, what's up, man? Super Kick Weekly in the house. Super Kick Weekly. Yo, yo, yo. What up, dude? I'm happy to be here. I love it. Been a minute. It's Seems been like a little just bit. yesterday. <laughs> the last time we talked to y'all, we had our end of year awards for 2023. We have yes. since closed the chapter and have ventured now as we sit here. It's January 14th, 2024. So we're two weeks in to the new year. And uh, I would say that there's quite a bit happening in the world of wrestling. So there's just. I would the, say. It's time for us to catch up, right? Yeah, I would say there's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Good and bad. Uh, it's almost one of those things, like, where to begin? Uh, the year ended, I would say, uh, fairly unnewsworthy. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. things kind of ramped down, you know, around the the holidays, you know, given the... The entertainers and their families and and such um but then we embarked in, into the new year so i mean before we go into 2024 is there any 2023 stuff that we don't want to overlook that happened in like that last week um man starting this off i do want to say i have not finished watching collision last night i just realized that yeah up and on the twitter machine here Dang. Up on the right. collision well, uh, results. Well, shoot, of course, twenty twenty three. Of course, twenty twenty three. We had uh, World's End, right? That ended the year pretty much. So that was yeah. pretty newsworthy. I guess that's kind of a good place to start off. A good jumping off point, right, Vito, my man? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, you know my brain doesn't always uh, remember thing right off the bat, but now that you uh, brought that up. Let's talk about World's End. Okay. Is there any other stuff coming out of the show that you want to get my opinion on before we talk about the obvious elephant in the room, the big reveal? The devil? Is that what you're referring to? Yes, sir. Um, let's see. I, I pulled up the card. Let me just look up the let's card. Let's go over that card and we'll kind of give... Because uh, okay. we've been some places since then, um, but, you know, we'll kind of... Man, I'll just throw out some, uh, Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander. She defeated Willow Nightingale, defeated Chris Statlander. I did not think that was totally going to go that way. Of course, I'm a mark for Chris Statlander, but that little thing with uh, oh, what's his face is weird. Uh, I can't forget, remember his name all the time. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who's now part of Ring of Honor, he's one of the guys in Ring of Honor now. Uh, 
Stokely Hathaway. Stoke. That guy. Yeah. The thing with him and Chris Datland is really weird for me. That's stuff that I think is weird going on. He's kind of obsessing over her. I don't know. I feel it's maybe a swerve thing to get Willow. I don't know. Um, kill switch. Hate it. <laughs> he won the 20-minute battle royal or 20-man battle royal. Let's just talk about that being useless. That led to another match that was useless. We had our talk about that. I'm not going to waste time on that. Uh, let's see. Timeless Tony Storm. Always a, a delight. Uh, anyway, what's your idea of the pay-per-view? Well, you could have kept going over the whole card. Or just leave me hanging in the middle right. of the card. All right, all right. Hook and Yuta, that was a good match uh, for the um, FTW title. It wasn't for the Pure pure Rules title. I'm counting um, on you to give me the rundown because I still haven't watched the show besides, like, some clips. So. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So then there was a Blackpool Combat Club versus uh, Jay Lethal, Brody King, Jay White, and uh, Rouge. They won. BCC won that. I don't like eight mans. Do you like eight mans? They can be done all yeah. right. Um, if, if there's another thing that that got me. Depends on how uh, you map it out. Yeah. Really? I don't know. To me, it's always like uh, it gets down to the end. It's just like a lot of finishers getting hit and or big moves getting hit. I always get lost in it. I really like some of the older, uh, recently, a couple months ago, revisited a couple of the old Survivor series. Oh, yeah. And um, how they put together a lot of those matches are really well done. Of course, there's eliminations there. Yeah, elimination I can get behind. So, yeah. Then, I mean, you know, it gets smaller and smaller. Right. Uh, then there's a... Swerve Strickland and Prince uh, Nana defeated Dustin Rhodes, which should have been Keith Lee, but he got injured. Uh, Miro defeated Andre Alidolo with uh, CJ Perry interrupting, and that was probably Andrade's last match. Uh, right, my so... guess is he'll be in the Rumble. Right. It's definitely so... possible. Julia Hart beat Abaddon uh, in a great match. Um, house rules match, which means Abaddon got to take the stipulation, and she she chose that biting was legal. <laughs> Why not, right? That. Yep. Uh, there was a This Is Spooky chant like three or four times during the match. This is spooky. So, uh... The next match was the other wasted match. Adam Copeland defeated Christian Cage for the um, TNT title. And then the kill switch came down and was going to cash in his uh, his battle royal contract for the TNT title. And instead he just uh, signed it over to his dad, their patriarch. And uh, Christian, or yeah, Christian laid on Adam Copeland and 
took the title back. So he could have cashed that in on any title? It, no, just the TNT title. Oh, okay. But anytime, anywhere, money in the bank style. Well, then it wasn't useless for him to win the Battle Royal because that, you know, foreshadowed. But the, to the... but the match was, the whole situation was useless. <laughs> I hated it. What anyway, a bunch of, yeah. No, the I great match of the night was Eddie Kingston defeating John Moxley for the Continental Classic Championship, Triple Crown Championship, something. The end of the tournament, it yeah. The, it's called the... Continental Wikipedia Classic, don't, right? Wikipedia don't have it right here. It's the Continental Crown Classic Championship or something. It's a weird name, but he's also the Ring of Honor World Championship, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Champion. Three. Wow. Oh. Collector. And then the main event. See, this is something to talk about right here. This is a point of interest. There's several different story arcs and things we can discuss as far as this goes. Um, but the reveal as a whole, I mean, it Did makes sense. you like sense. the match? It makes Did you sense. watch the match? Well, I only saw parts of the match as well. Oh. Like I said, I haven't even seen the, but I mean, how was the match itself? It says it went 1750. It didn't seem that long. That really isn't that long. For a main event, are you thinking a main event's going to at least go 20? Yeah. I mean, it's close to 20. 1750. Right. It's halfway between a, a, a 15 and a 20. It was, I mean, I don't know. It, it told
and then not be like a like a screwed thing like i understand if he's hurt or whatever i guess that that's kind of part of how that they did it like this but i heard in an interview he said that uh he's gonna nurse like like kenny omega did like he's gonna nurse 20 injuries and come back strong so he's got like a shoulder uh something internal you know a leg some a bunch of other stuff so he's got a list that he's gonna heal up then he'll be back but the reveal but, itself was uh you know like i said it made sense anyone that's you know i don't know i haven't really heard many people complaining about it you know what i mean it's not like it was bad it's not like it was something you know We've had much worse uh, reveals in the history of wrestling, let me tell you, you know, as far as something that we built up, but at least they ripped the Band-Aid off, and now it's now it's over, you know, in 2024, able to start this fresh. My problem with it, they haven't done, they've come out a couple times since then. The Undisputed Kingdom. I like the name. Right. Brought it back from the Undisputed Era and put the Kingdom in there. Right. I like the name. Um, my problem is Wardlow. Uh, Adam Cole keeps saying that this is uh, Wardlow finally got a family who respects him, but he also keeps mentioning that uh, uh, he says. Um, Roderick Strong is going to go for the international championship. Right. And then Wardlow is going to go win the world championship. And then as soon as I'm healed, he's just going to hand it to me. And then the camera pans up to Wardlow, and he's just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he said it again the, the next week. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. The next week he's like, we are going to be world champion after Wardlow wins it. I'm all, what? They're starting that like the very first week? I figured like they'd wait for that. Right. But he's still injured. He just said that Wardlow has a family who respects him and he's immediately saying he's going to hand the title to me. And I'm like, why are they doing that? But hey, mm. maybe, hey, I'm not going to, I'm going to trust Tony Khan. Twitter don't trust Tony Khan, but I do. It's uh it's an obvious seed uh to be planted there. But then again, it's like with such a thing, it's kind of like I don't know. It's almost like why do it like that if you're gonna do that? But there has to be a reason, you know. There has to be a reason why it's being presented that way. Yeah. Um, so we shall see. I think it's still going to be quite a while, right, before Cole comes back. So. Um. Yeah. And how Probably. does and how does the pay per view, uh, like what does the AEW schedule look like going forward? What's our next? Pay Next pay-per-view is Sting's last pay-per-view, and that's not till March 4th. That's in March. That's Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, we think that we already have the match for that lined up. Sting and Darby versus the Young Bucks. So, what's your take on that? Um, I'm wondering if they're going to add to it. I'm wondering if they're going to maybe add Flair. And, or yeah, or if they're going to add Flair. Oh, dude, hold up. They add, if Sting and Darby Allen add Flair and the Young Bucks add Papa Buck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, Papa Buck gets down. He's been in a few matches. Um, he does as much as Flair would. You mentioned Kenny Omega, so what is the word on that? I heard he had diverticulitis or something. Yeah, I just remember that right after I said it. So Yeah, Kenny Omega's out. He's gonna be he's gonna be down for quite a while. Yeah, uh he could be out. Well Brock Lesnar had diverticulitis and he he kicked out of that. Right, but it took him a while. I mean he yeah. didn't That's what that diverticulitis ended his UFC career, but then he came back to wrestling, so Right, but then it all he, depends on and then he feel. and then he fought again. After the diverticulitis, I believe so. Yeah, didn't his second USC the first, the first USC run ended with the diverticulitis, and then that's when he went back to wrestling. But then he he came back and he had a fight against someone, didn't he? In the last, oh, I don't remember. At some point, because he came back to WWE in like 2012, I want to say, and I think somewhere. It was like 2016 or 17. He came back. Yeah, look that up. There's got to be. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure he came back and had like one more fight. Maybe two. I think at least one. Because remember, that was like the whole thing for years that he was kind of playing WWE against UFC in his contract negotiations. Okay. And one uh, one see. year he he actually did it. He had surgery in 2009. Right. And then came back in 2010 and faced Shane Carwin for the title. At UFC 16. Oh, okay. 116. So that yeah. So he tried to come back to fighting, but then he was like, I can't do it anymore. Oh, hold on. He came back and beat Shane Carwin. Was that the only fight? Was that the only fight he had in between there? Uh, I I don't know if he fought after Shane Carwin or not. I'll go look. That was his last fight, huh? In 2010? I'm looking that up right now. Let's see here. Yeah, there's got to be. Okay. 
Uh, no, he fought Cain Velasquez at UFC 121. He was supposed to fight at 131, but he was struck with more diverticulitis. Uh, let's see here. And he wrestled at one. He wrestled. He fought at one forty-one against Alistair Overeem, and. Uh, what year was what year was 141 2011 okay well that was still before and he lost that was before the wrestling return still and he lost in that match that could be his last one let me keep looking nope he fought against uh hold on a second let's see Hmm. Oh, I'm figuring this out. Let's see. He fought against someone else here. Nope. Hold on. Who's this? Those are dominating the first of three rounds. Battering Hunt. He wrestled Mark Hunt. He fought Mark Hunt at UFC 200. In 2015. Yeah, see, there you go. I knew it. Uh, see. That was the last time, I believe. That was his. Hold on a second. That was his one return, from what I see here. So, yeah. As a five and three record, that was his last UFC fight, anyway. And uh, oh, he was slated to fight a couple other guys, but it never worked out. So, there's that. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a rabbit hole. <laughs> so, 2016, that would have been uh, the year. That would have been right after WrestleMania 32, which uh, I'm pretty positive he worked. I think he, I think he fought Roman. If we look that up here, 32. No, Triple H and Roman was the main event there. Oh, was this the year he worked with Ambrose? Uh, come on, give me the matches. Come on. Results, here we go. Brock Lesnar defeated Dean Ambrose in 13.06, yep. So right after... The whole 
Dean Ambrose thing, he leaves and goes and has a UFC fight in July that same year. Huh. But then ends up wow. coming back to... But he wasn't gone for long, because so I'm pretty sure he was back in WWE by the end of the year or the next year. So that was either just some specially worked out thing or something like that. And, of course, we all know the stories about that, uh, about them working together on that with the, uh, you know, I don't know, whoever, whoever you're a fan of, basically, like, neither guy wanted to work with each other, as, as the sounds of it, you know, uh, Dean didn't want to work with him, Brock didn't want to work with him either, and it made for a rather odd pairing. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's very interesting. It's crazy. So... You want to talk... Uh... Speaking of Brock Lesnar, while we're on the subject, Ooh. I don't want to forget uh, these little tidbits uh, that I've been seeing. Not really sure how true the quote is, but it's been going around the internet. Uh, it was Matt Riddle on a podcast basically talking about how uh, he was supposed to win the Rumble uh, a couple years back, but Brock basically vetoed it. Do you believe this story? And I mean, what do you think? I'm going to say no. Right. I'm yeah. going to say I do not believe that story. I don't think Brock Lesnar has that much stroke. Right. I don't think anybody has that much stroke. Well, that, that was the year he won, though. Yeah. Was the thing. Yeah. Whatever, whatever year that, that was, stroke. the last year that he won the Rumble, whatever that year was. Where it was just like it seemed completely random that like yeah that he came in and won the rumble. It was like, well, you could have really got yeah. there's there's a lot of ways you could have got Brock a title shot. He didn't really need to win the rumble. Like Brock could yeah. pretty much walk in there and just ask for a title shot, you know, most of the time. But no, yeah, so I don't know. Oh, that was interesting, but probably not true, huh? No, I don't think so. It's a wrestling lore thing. Uh, yeah, it seems like uh, Matt Riddle has been on some type of uh, weird exit, like a uh, rampage. <laughs> it's just saying weird things, it seems like. I, feel like. I don't remember what it was, but I think he said something, something else that I didn't believe to. I don't remember what the context was, but I was like, what? No. He resurfaced at the uh, New Japan show uh, in California the other day. Uh, he was slated a team with a mystery partner, and the mystery partner was revealed to be his old tag team partner, Jeff Cobb. Oh, nice. So they had a nice little reunion uh, of their I team, like I guess. Cobb. And I guess that might be the plan uh, for them going forward since... It looks like that's what he's going to do now is Japan stuff. I like um, Jeff Cobb. What do you think about that? What do you think about uh, these new guys working for uh, New Japan? We've seen uh, 
few guys that just debuted, right? Uh, Wrestle Kingdom or so, a week, week or so uh, ago. Well, Nick Nemeth showed up um, at a New Japan show, like on the in the audience. Right. Uh, his name, yeah, Nick Nemeth. And then uh, I saw that he just showed up at a TNA pay-per-view last night wearing a TNA shirt. Right. Did you hear about that? Right. So, uh, well, I saw, I've been seeing like memes with it and stuff on but I wasn't sure like it was real. I didn't it know. It didn't look real to me. Right. It looked like a Photoshop picture, but then I, I looked another place and it said, uh, said something about it was real or something. And I was like, all right, well. But isn't like, but like TNA is basically under the WWE umbrella now, right? Theoretically, like what's the. Really? I didn't hear nothing about that. Well, uh, okay, so basically the thought is because the streaming service uh, that TNA has, it was just bought by um, whatever the company is, uh, Endeavor. Yeah. Which is the other company that they... uh, Yeah, they own... That that they merged with. Yeah, they own... uh... UFC and WWE. Right. So they're all under the same umbrella now. Is the thought. So basically this like research like I don't know. I don't know I don't know if any is confirmed, but my speculation is that TNA is now becoming like um a separate farm system. <laughs> uh wait a minute. For- I didn't know that. Dana Brooke debuts at TNA too. See, there you go. Yeah, and she's doing like a Tony Storm esque gimmick, I guess. Well, let me look at the video real quick. In a second, folks. So, Ash by Elegance. Pretty interesting. That's her name. Yep. All right. Ash by Elegance. Cool. Good for her. So, yeah, a lot of stuff happening uh, there. So, who else? Uh, There was a couple other guys besides him and Riddle. Uh, someone else showed up at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I want to say. Uh, gosh. I want to say Ricochet, but I know that's not right. But it was one of the. I don't know. Mustafa Ali. Was it Ali? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's who I was thinking of. So another thing um, I just saw right before I came on here was uh, Jack Perry showed up at the show. Yeah. Uh, wearing an armband that said scapegoat and tore up an AEW contract. I was like, oh. But AEW and New Japan have a working relationship together, so pretty sure it's a work. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, total, total work as far as that goes. But um, it's an interesting thing, and maybe this can be something that will kind of repair um, his image, I guess. Maybe just yeah, kind of full on beard. Just hide him off in in New Japan and let him improve there for a couple years, and then you can bring him back to AEW down the road. Yeah, you know, he looks good. Full beard, looks cocky. I mean, that is kind of the thing, you know. If you do it right. Uh, it, it can make sense to uh, just, you know, have to rehab a guy. You know, that's just kind of what, that's just kind of what you do. And I don't know, the more I look at wrestling, like, uh, secularly as a whole, man, you know, especially the last few years, it's just like, you know, uh it is what it is, you know. It's kind of like the attraction is the wrestling. You have guys that are more popular than others or whatever, but mainly, like, the attraction is the company and the fact that there's that there's wrestling. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, and if it's promoted right, you know, it's going to come across good like that. <laughs> the names are interchangeable like but they still find a way if you're a good company you know or just you know if you're a wrestling company that survived in general year after year try to find a way to uh fill the places and uh you know year after year at event after event you know try to find a way to get the people in the door yeah so, oh and jack perry assaulted showed out umino so Oh, okay. Shumino? Uh, Shumino Umino? Shota Umino. Oh, I don't know okay. if I'm pronouncing it right, but... Either way. New, New, New Japan Strong. Area. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway. Yeah, you want to talk about something uh, that's not very good on AEW side? What's that? Talk about the the big drama. There's big drama that we haven't covered. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's about a week old, but it's still something hey, that needs to be talked about. Hey, spill it. What what is this? I'm not. I'm drawing a blank. Tony Khan and uh, Jinder Mahal. Oh God, this thing. I mean, it's got to be talked about. It's like, what's your thoughts on it? Do I have to read it out? Do we have to say what it is? Tony Khan was uh, talking. He was trying to hinder gender. Uh, no, he had basically, that. yeah, he he made a tweet, but that was in response to something that the USA Network tweeted. I guess yeah. something about star ratings. And then, uh. Yeah, and then Khan says something like, uh, because gender, they brought him back a week ago, did the whole thing with him and The Rock, but then last week, they brought him out and had him confront Seth 
and set up a match for this next week's Raw, which is obviously yeah. just a throwaway match, yeah. which, you know, AEW does all the time. Um, yeah. And we all kind of know what they are. I mean, none of us expect gender to, to go in and vanquish the title from Seth Rollins, but uh, he, he felt the need to point out that there was a uh, hypocriticism, people criticizing him for book and hook who he saw as a more legitimate contender than gender who, you know, has been on TV for an over a year, hasn't won a match, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Which I think was a valid point, but now of course the con haters are saying that this is coming off as petty and uh you know and then you know the con haters and then you have like a small subsection of gender defenders out there uh and they're just all kind of coming together and firing Three and B groupies is what they are <laughs> oh no, i mean just what's seeing... your thoughts on it well, Do you look, think Cody Khan was petty, out of line, or what? Uh, I don't think you can compare the two fairly. Because to me, honestly, in my mind, if it's me, in my book, if I was booking this game here, <laughs> when you have like a former champion... I think that they kind of like automatically have like some sort of clout, you know what I mean? Regardless of if he's like, of course, gender is like a loser or whatever. Right. But he can always play that. Like I'm a former champion. card. Yeah. And it could be, he, he can literally cash in that card, you know, once every couple of years or so. And, and it'd be like totally fine. And that's more or less what this is. Um, but yeah, as a fan, you're looking at it like, man, can I give gender a title match? Like that's super, like, you know, yeah. just super weird or whatever, especially the fact that they had Seth Rollins come to that raw literally just to do that. That was literally all he did was this 20-minute talking segment with Jinder Mahal in the, in the thing. So, like, uh. Yeah. My thing is, is uh, people got on the Tony Khan for, for putting the tweet out. But my thing is, is um, Tony Khan, everyone knows, he's a mark. He's, his business is a wrestling fan. You know? Right. And it's like, if you're surprised that Tony Khan is doing things as a wrestling fan, right. then you must be new here. That he's paying attention to such things. It's just who he is. Right. And just because he runs a business doesn't mean he's not going to get out there on the Twitter and protect his business in a certain way. Because, um, so call it unprofessional, call it whatever you want, but he's still a fan. I guess it all just kind of comes down to a matter of taste. 
Yeah. For some folks, you know, some folks, uh, or just, you know, what, what different people's ethics are. Um, some people find it refreshing that you get the honesty and the transparency, uh, you know, as compared to like, a, um, like, let's say, you know, we can't say Vince McMahon anymore, but we'll say Triple H. Uh, in, in his Twitter account, it's very much like, yeah, he like says stuff like truthfully sometimes, you know, when he's got to make like a statement or something, you can believe that those are his words, but it's not like he's out there like actively tweeting about things that are going on all the time. So... And if he is, it's a very, you know, he's going to give you a, a corporate, you know, Twitter statement, you know, more than likely. All right. So, so. Now if that's out there, who you got? Seth Rollins or the hindered gender? Well, I'm 100% on the Seth Rollins train. I mean, there's no way. You don't think Triple H is going to pull a swerve? You know, I, I haven't heard about them hiring Vince Russo back recently, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a, okay. a no on that. Let's but. let's switch channels. You think Hook is gonna upset Joe? No. Okay. Now we got no. that out of the way. You wanna you got anything you wanna discuss? Well, keeping it in the WWE ballpark. Let's kind of talk a little bit about that because I think they've done a really good job uh, convincing us of at least a few people uh, on the raw side that have a legitimate argument for possibly winning the match. Um, you know, when you think we're about Rumble now, we're talking about Royal Rumble here. Oh, you got Cody, you got Punk, you got Drew. Um, on the other side, there's, you know, a few guys too, but. Yeah. Uh, Laptop came unplugged. And then so. we, we kind of glanced over the fact that with this, all this gender stuff, when he came back, we had The Rock come out and basically lay the groundwork for something to do with Roman Reigns. So, Vito, how do you think this is all going to shake out? Uh, I'm going to get hungry when I leave here and I'm going to go to a restaurant. <laughs> I'm going to go to a restaurant <laughs> and I'm going to sit at a table or, or should I sit at a bar or a booth or a table? Or when I get to that table, should I sit out the side or the back or the, the bottom? Should I sit at the, the, the head? <laughs> should the that rock. was so weird. Should the rock sit at a booster seat? <laughs> that was such a weird like way to put that. <laughs> I thought at first he was gonna be like, What restaurant should I go to, everybody? Right. But then he's like, do 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 head of the table. Right. It's like, holy crap. Take your time getting there. So this throws a wrench possibly into, you know, and there's a lot of different rumors going around, but nothing is really uh, actually played out on television or anywhere else. 
So how Just does this go? Announced officially is Cody, Punk, Nakamura, Lashley, and McIntyre for the men's. Women's oh, wow. is Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky, and Bianca. Okay, those are the ones who are officially announced. Mm-hmm. So let's take away, let's get away from who's on the roster. Do you see any surprises? Who do you see in the free agency world that might pop in? Well, you mentioned on... Or anyone you hope. You mentioned Andrade earlier. Yes. He's he's pretty much a shoe-in for me, I think. And uh, I'm still, you know, they're still in the back of my mind, uh, you know, thinking, you know, possibly... uh, there's the thing, you know, there's the MJF thing. Uh, if you don't believe that he's as hurt as he's leading on and this and that and the other thing, which judging by the TV and I don't know, just kind of the way that they've played this off, it can go either way because it kind of seems like they're downplaying him quite a bit. Seems like Adam Cole was kind of burying him. So it could really go either way. Like, they could either just keep burying him or they could use that as part of the story. So, I guess it's always kind of what happens when you think someone's leaving somewhere. So, I think that that's a possibility. Um, I don't know. There's all kinds of guys. I did a whole video about it on Pro Wrestling Planet. Check it out. Cheap, cheap uh, plug there. Nice. Nicely but, done. You know, there was just... Uh, you know, there's a bunch of possible guys. There's a bunch of legends you could throw in there. You know, Goldberg, Angle, um, you know, Taker could even come in and do, you know what I mean? Could you, I mean, there's uh, all sorts of things. Cena could show back up, even though we don't, supposedly he's gone. (laughs) Um, Calling him White Dwayne now. That's pretty much that's where we're at, right? Yeah, I don't want uh, Dwayne or John in there. Let Roman lose the title at the uh, Royal Rumble to hold on a second. Um, AJ, uh, then uh, Roman and Dwayne at a uh, at uh, Mania. Because oh. he's not advertised for Elimination Chamber. He ain't going to Australia. Are you talking about Rock or Roman? Both of them. Oh, okay. Neither so one of those think, guys are advertised for Elimination You think it's possible Chamber. Roman drops the belt? Yes. Okay. At, at Royal Rumble. To uh, let's see here. Randy Orton. <laughs> okay. So uh, that way him and Rock can join up and uh, fight each other for the head. And uh, not Al Snow's head, the head of the table. Right. They can fight for the head at uh, WrestleMania. And it doesn't matter if Roman drops the title, he can come back for it next year or something. I don't know. SummerSlam. He can get it back from SummerSlam from LA night. <laughs> So they could wrestle. So they could just split everything up completely, shake it up. Yeah. Split off Rock and Roman. Have uh, 
And so who would you have win the Rumble then in that scenario? And then who do they, who do they challenge and what match do you set up? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't want it to be any... I don't want Cody or Punk to win the Rumble. Is that is that okay to say? I got both of those guys on Monday Night Raw saying they want to finish their story. They should go read a book together in a corner somewhere. I don't care. That would be uh, an interesting thought. I don't know. I mean, those guys that I all just read, those are all SmackDown guys. So, Cody, Punk, they, if they won, then they'd be facing uh, Seth, whoever Seth wrestles at Royal Rumble. They haven't announced that yet. I'm guessing it'll be uh, gender, mm -hmm. probably. He wrestles gender on Monday. He'll probably wrestle gender for the next three weeks and then rumble. That's how WWE works. They wrestle gender for the next six months, probably. They three could. months. They could do well, that. It's, it's WrestleMania, so he'll wrestle him for the next two months. Right. He'll probably be he'll probably wrestle on Monday, do some stuff with them until uh, elimination chamber, then gender will be in the elimination chamber. And then then WrestleMania be whoever won the Rumble. So, hmm. I don't know. I, it's always hard to pick the Rumble. Man. Okay, well, we'll revisit that in a couple weeks. Okay. After we've had a little bit more of this play out, we might have a, a stronger feeling. But you know there's who a I'd lot like of scenarios. To win the and I'm okay with saying this, and I don't care. AJ Who, Lee. He, who's he? Ooh. She already said she retired. Don't mess right. with me. <laughs> I saw an interview with her a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I would love for Jade Cargill to be okay. a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble and win. Yeah. How, how like, the yeah. internet would blow up if that happened. That is totally possible. Uh, you know, my kids were just asking the other day what, uh, what the deal with her was and why you know why she hasn't been around yet and i was just like i i really don't know i can't tell you uh she's like the most followed uh instagram person in the <coughs> company i do know that so triple h say <coughs> triple h said she's not wrestling because she sucks at wrestling whoever taught her over there sucks in a manner of speaking, yeah, I think that I wasn't sure if that was a real quote or not, but yeah, yeah. I did see something along those lines. So, well, you know, what really yeah. sucks about that. It's Cody's the one who who taught her. Cody, Cody, and, and uh, uh, QT. QT Marshall, yeah, yeah. all those guys. Yeah. Sucks, man. You do what you do. Yeah. Uh. Logan Paul's going to wrestle Kevin Owens for the U.S. title, though, so that's good. That'll be neat. Go Kevin Owens. That'll be a good one. So uh, I know I named all four of the people, and they're all three people that he's going to wrestle, but 
Do you think Randy Orton, AJ Styles, or LA Knight would if they if one of those guys do win against Roman, who who do you think would be the best person to take it? Well, it's weird because it just you know I think I think doing that just kind of messes everything up. But because I mean my pick is is that Roman keeps it. But if you had to switch it out to somebody, I would say just do the safe thing and give it to Randy. Probably I don't think I would. I don't think I'd let. LA Knight inherit a, a championship WrestleMania match just quite yet. He could you lose in the mean? chamber. He could. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you could do for sure. Lose I mean, the title one in the person chamber. has had it for, I don't know, 10 years or something. But then, but then you get into the problem. Like, they could do that, but then you get into the problem with the, the hot potato, hot potato, the belt until you know what i mean and then the steam the steam of the belt will kind of come off you know before mania but they used to do that a lot especially in like the late 2000s i remember uh it seems like every year there would just be like all these crazy twists and turns you could never really predict that was like i guess their point you know what i mean they were just like okay we're going to make it to where even though whoever wins the rumble, you still can't like bank on it. You know, we could still yeah. get all these twists and turns, get us to somewhere else sort of thing. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking since Romans had it for, you know, all of eternity, if someone were to win it in the rumble, even LA Knight were to win it in the rumble and then lose it in elimination chamber. And then whoever wins the rumble beats him or beats whoever at the elimination chamber. And then that person holds it for a while. It'll be like Roman can even say something like, Oh, ever since I lost it, you know, no one can even hold on to it type thing. That can be a, a good way to go for it. You could do a, uh, 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 like a, Let's say you have uh, you have Randy win the belt, and then Cody wins the Rumble, and you can have Cody and Randy, you know, teacher student thing, you know, the legacy history and all that, right? Ooh, that would nice. be that would be a good Mania match to complete to complete his story. Then you can have Roman and Rock over here in a non-title match, like you were saying. And then you could figure out some other way that you can have Punk get to uh, Rollins instead of winning the Rumble. Um, maybe that's the Elimination Chamber. Punk wins the Chamber to get a title match. Uh, you know, Ooh. something like that. So that's that's my. I'm not saying that'll happen, but that's my mock-up. Uh, I like that. That's a, good, situation, that's a good run. Just off the top of my head, I take I take my way or your way. Right. No other way, way though. <laughs> it's it, gotta be my way 
or your way? You got L.A. Knight. I got Randy. We can both agree that oh, AJ is it. just not the guy. Damn it, AJ. <laughs> so what's poor AJ Styles going to do at Mania? Oh, we don't know. Maybe him versus Shane McMahon. Maybe uh, he'll get the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he can win. He can win that and stand On next the to it. Well, Vito, any closing thoughts here before we wrap this baby up? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Is there uh, anything that we missed? We pretty much hit all the hot button topics. I think anyway. Yeah, I think so. As far I think, as. Uh, I think oh, we're pretty good on this. Oh, uh, one last thing. Uh, the Chris Jericho stuff. What's your what's your take on this? It seems to have quieted down in the last couple weeks. Um, um I uh I don't like to cast judgment until all the facts are in. Right. But if uh if if the facts come in and it says he was uh, a naughty boy. Then he should pay uh pay the the dues. It's super Until kick- then, let's take gods for the tag title. <laughs> it's I super- didn't watch the show last night, so I don't know. Super kick weekly, folks. We're taking the high road. As always. <laughs> I All gotta right. go watch Battle of Belts to see if they sex gods won the tag titles or not. Let's do it, my man. I gotta do some stuff that I'm not going to say here on the air. Too sweet, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna... There you go. Always. PPW. PPPW. Forever. Till next time. We are out. Peace. Super kick. Thank you.